Welcome to Conversations, a podcast by Christ Presbyterian Church of Auburn, where we get a chance to sit down and have a conversation with Pastor Zellner and learn how God's Word applies to our lives. Welcome back to Conversations, a podcast by Christ Presbyterian Church. I'm your host, Will Leitner, and I'm sitting with my friend and pastor, Eric Zellner. How are you doing today? I'm good. Will, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm loving these questions. We've been continuing our question and answer series, and today our question comes from someone who said this, it has been hard so far, but how do you recommend getting more involved in the church community? Hmm, that's a great question. Uh, Will, you are newer to the church community than I am, so um, I'm going to say a couple things, and then I'd love for you to just interact with this, okay? Um, so let me say this. I, I think it, um, as a pastor, I hear that uh, a, a little bit of a groan in the beginning of the question, right? It's been hard so far, but how do you recommend getting involved in the local church? Um my heart is moved by that because I recognize that every person who walks into not not just our church but a church uh, makes a makes a presumption, and the presumption is I'm here and I'm alone, and uh, if I'm going to be welcomed here, uh, I'm going to have to be deeply uncomfortable, um, and this is a big risk. Um, and so, here here's how I handled that when I was 22. Um, I walked in the church for four years straight, and I sat in the balcony, and uh, I listened to the service, and I sang, and I sat down, and then the preaching happened, and uh, I got up at the end of the service, and I walked out real quickly so nobody talked to me, and uh, four years later, I left the church uh, because I graduated, right? So um, let me say this. I, 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 need to, I need to acknowledge that in that— uh, was fear. And the fear is um, these people probably aren't like me, and there's arrogance in youth that sometimes can say, well, I'm a little cooler than these people. <laughs> Nobody would look at me and think that today. <laughs> uh, but there's an arrogance. There can be an arrogance uh, in among um, some college students. I don't know if that's true of everybody, but there can be an arrogance that says, well, I'm a little cooler than this. I probably do need the church, but you know, most of these people aren't really like me. And so I'm going to, I'm going to fly in, land on the back row, and then I'm going to fly out. And I've got my buds over here and we're in a different world. Um, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, what I, what I have to observe about Eric Zellner at, at 18 to 22, uh, was that the problem was pride um, a false sense of all I really need from the church is the sermon, um, and 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 then I'm going to be fine because I've got my friends over here, and thankfully we've got the market cornered on cool. Um, probably anybody who knew me in college would go, ah, yeah, really, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> so here's here's what I would uh, say to that, Will. When people are wondering how to get involved in the local church. At one level, I can go, well, 
we we say announcements every single week, and we uh, put those in the bulletin. And uh, you know, inside the church walls, we we chuckle at how difficult it is to get uh, information out to people. Um, and there's a tendency, I think, in the human heart to go, well, blah, blah 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 blah, announcements, announcements, announcements. But many of those announcements are actually an opportunity to get involved with the church. Uh, they're, they're announcements about things that the church is doing to help build fellowship or to build uh, my own understanding of grace and Christ and his word. Uh, it's opportunities to serve, to get out from under myself and get over myself and to, to be willing to show up maybe a little bit earlier and do a few things or uh, serve with little ones in the nursery or things like that. Um, and, and, and so... Though I imagine that maybe a college student asked this question, the answer is the same even for adults. You know, uh, there's not a time when God doesn't call us to deeply plant our feet in the spot where He's called us to be in the church. Um, and so it's it's tempting at every age to think, well, that that announcement is not for me, um, or. Uh, I, I want to stay coolly distant. Somebody's going to take care of that already. I don't really have to. Uh, and here's what I here's what I would say in answer to that. Um, people think deep down that they are going to be happier doing life on their own, and it's a massive lie of the evil one. Uh, you're actually less happy and less content by pulling away from the local church and being distant. You're actually less happy, um, and thereby you're at less peace. You know less other believers to help buoy you. You know um, you have less involvement, so you tend to stare at yourself, and people uh, can't get over themselves because they won't make that first step to begin to serve. And the beauty of the church is that when you begin to serve, you suddenly start to get over yourself. Um and suddenly you start to connect with people. Um, I'll say this as a by way of example, and then I'll flip it back to you. In the church that I served in Huntsville, we had a kind of a glorious season where we moved from one building that the church had had for maybe 30 years or 40 years to um, a temporary spot where we worshiped in another church for a little while, and then on to a building that we built, but it really wasn't designed to be a church. It was mostly a school. Well, that meant that for probably five, let's see, I was there five and a half years, probably three straight years while I was there, uh, there were set-up crews on Saturday that came up to the church, and it would be a group of uh, men and women, and uh, we would roll out these giant mats, and we would uh, grab these huge dollies that were attached to 10 chairs high of chairs, and we'd roll those things out. Uh, and some of my sweetest memories are actually of schlepping giant chairs and setting up that sanctuary with other brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, and and I say that because um, while on the surface everybody hated going, oh, well, it's 530 on a Saturday. I guess I better run up to the church. Just Maybe this will take an hour and a half, right? But what I got were deep relationships with people doing work to help serve and prepare the church for the worship service, right? Uh, any, and I say that because any opportunity that you have to serve the church is an opportunity to get involved with the church, which means it's an opportunity to grow, not just in, um, oh, well, maybe I could know some other people, but that's deeply going to help you. Um, and so it doesn't have to be that I 
well, I joined a, a digging deeper group, and thereby I got to know people. That's one way, right? But but so is setting up um, um, wiring and and uh, and serving in the nursery and handing out bulletins. There's so many other ways to serve, and uh, those are all opportunities to know people and grow. You you pretty much said all I was going to say, but <laughs> I'll uh, I'll say just a little bit, I, just to add on. I think one thing that I've noticed in people that have a hard time getting involved is. Um, one, like you said, that sort of um, lack of willingness to serve in other areas that aren't as public, um, mm-hmm. that aren't as sort of glamorous. Yeah. Um, I know people that have wanted, when they say they don't want to get, there's not many opportunities to get involved, what they really mean is opportunities for them to lead. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and another thing I've noticed mm-hmm. too is, as you talked about, um, kind of this arrogance and fellowship and, and really what I think it comes down to is just not considering the church as a family that, mm. that loves you and cares for you mm. and kind of thinks about church as sort of what church can do for me. And mm. and you talked about you just go to church to listen to the sermon yep. as opposed to thinking about the church as a family that you're mm. called to serve and and, and honor and, um, mm. and and it's your, you know, the church's holiness is also your responsibility too as mm-hmm. a member of the family. That's right. And um, hmm. and also I think when you look at your church brothers and sisters as fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, you'll want to have fellowship with them, not because you think they're cool or you have the same personality, but it's rooted in conviction about the gospel, and that will hmm. give you a deeper unity than you'd ever have with your your bros in mm-hmm. in that I used to, you know, sit in the back on all of the services in church um, sure. throughout my college experience. Mm-hmm. And then to the person who's kind of scared of, of being known, it kind of goes back to that considering the church as a family idea as well. Um, you know, there's elders at our church um, that want to be known, and they want people to reach out to them, and they want to share the wisdom that they know. And my pastor, who I'm sitting with, mm-hmm. I know because I was once that young pup at church, Genuinely, when he says, I'm out in the foyer, if you want, mm-hmm. if you're new here, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. He, he genuinely means that and would love to meet with you. Um, mm-hmm. And for women that are listening, younger women, there's such, there are great older women at our church that mm-hmm. just long to, to have younger women sit and for them to teach them the word of God. And so mm-hmm. that's, another, that's what I would say too, is just sort of considering church as your family and don't be so afraid uh, to let yourself know because there's really godly people here that God can use in your life to sanctify you, and they have wisdom to share because of the vast amount of years they've walked with God. Mm. And then for those that kind of don't really want to do anything for the church in terms of service or getting to know people, you know, this is your family too. You need to you need to come alongside and um, pick up the slack um, because these are the people that you're called to serve and love. And so. Mm. Those are sort of those are my concluding thoughts. Yeah, I think those are really helpful. Will the thing that strikes me about that? Um, there's an internal. You you've now been in kind of the inner workings of a church for um, you know the last year at this point. There's an internal groaning. I think in a lot of churches, they you know they say things like, "Well, you know, twenty uh, percent of the people do eighty percent of the work," or things like that. Um, I really want and hope that uh, that is that those numbers are not true at Christ Pres, but I want that not so that I can go. Well, we just have a lot more hands to work. Um, I think if our people were 
more actively involved, and I don't mean the same people doing the exact same things, I mean a broader cross-section, it would say more about the health of the church and them individually, right? Uh, in some ways, if you're having a hard time getting involved in the church, the, the first default is to go, well, see, there must be something wrong with the church. Um, I think what this says is maybe, maybe I should look at my own heart and go, hmm, uh, maybe there's something wrong here. And I wonder what I need to do to get over that. So as a pastor, I would just be deeply encouraged for the health of the church and for the health of the individuals um, to jump in and just be a part of work and service and, and growing in the congregation. Um, that way, it, it, it's a real good indicator of where people are in their own spiritual walk with Christ. Could not agree more. Um, Pastor Zahner, thank you for the time. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for Will. answering the question. And we will see you um, at our next podcast. So thank you. Sounds good. Thanks. Goodbye.